Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of. You can do this. Vision. Perfect. Awesome. I'm glad I almost ruined that by talking. Um. Yes, you got me, Zinger. And you've got me, who was Eric all along. That was actually really good. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm normally impressed by your ability to do this stuff. So I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, so I guess first things first. If you haven't seen Wandavision, um, save this one for later. Yeah, yeah. Listen to this later, or just or listen to it now and have everything spoiled. Right, or if you just don't care about it and love the sound of our, our beautiful voices, then then you got a nice little uh, chunk of uh, vocal ear nuggets. Ew, that sounds both disgusting and awesome. <laughs> uh, all right, um, I know we did an episode a while back on the first two episodes, kind of our first impressions, and I'm sure we made predictions yeah. that were all completely wrong. Oh, I'm sure they were. I can't even remember what they were, but I know that based on where the series went, I know anything I predicted going in is completely out the window. Yes. Um, including Paul Bettany messing with everybody watching. Yep. So there was that. Um, yep. And Kat's, Kat Dennings being in it more than I... Because I, I, I remember I think that there was a mention in there of her being in it. But no one yeah, knew we, how. Cause, right, because the first... Because when we talked about it with the first two episodes, she hadn't appeared yet, and we were going down the page with who all was going to be in it. And then I think that's how I found out she was... I don't think I knew until you read that she was in it. I'm like, oh... Well, she'll have a cameo, but yeah, I mean, she was a pretty big part of it. Mm-hmm. And allegedly, they cut down. The, there's a rumor that they had to cut down some of her role due to COVID-related yep. stuff, too. I so. mean, her. I mean, their her finale appearance was one little scene. And yep, that was it. Yep, it, it's not I even mean, a scene. I can't even call that a scene. That was like an appearance in a scene. Yeah, I mean, I I understand with everything going on, but at the same time, like. She she did kind of have this huge arc, and then they kind of petered yeah. out at the end. So yep. Mm. Um, but no, we're I mean I mean we're going to talk about the whole series and everything. Going to get into you know where this leaves us, and I think there's a big question that needs to be answered on this episode about the universe of um, Marvel. I almost said Star Wars. I just the universe oh, of Marvel Cinematicness. Mm, yes. Uh, also, we will probably touch on at, at the time of this record. We have only seen the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, or Winter Soldier and Falcon, yes. or the, the the Falcon Soldier. Um, so we <laughs> might touch on that a little bit, but I, I guess, think it's worth touching on. I wanted to give yeah, us a chance to discuss this in full now. Now we know everything; all the secrets are out. I guess. I mean, if you watch Screen Crush, I'm sure there's supposed to be Mephisto is still out there. I, yeah. I know on their um their their episode that they did for all the stuff you didn't notice in in uh, Winter Soldier and that they made a joke about Mephisto being one of the people in the jump in the flight suit things hmm. as a joke and then they also point out hexagons because that's right. obviously what all this is about so I guess needless to say let's start with this Berg yeah your name for this entire series a, a definitive uh, yay. Because you were on board with this to begin with because of the um, whole kind of callback to yeah. a more ancient Classic time TV in television. Shows. Yeah. If, if you would. Um, I go with a astounding yay as well because I feel like this was a great show. It also proved a point to me. I have discussed many times on this 
Zingness podcast, the many different things. One being, I like a dump of episodes. This hands down proved how a dump of episodes would have never worked for this show. No, not at all. It would have been a one and done, completely forgotten about it thing. The, the conversation around this was great, and it made me really appreciate weekly episodes again. I mean, I, I've said this before with, with Mando, too. I, that did, but I think especially with this, especially the nature of the show being about kind of centered around this this little pocket universe mm-hmm. that was a constantly evolving TV show, I think it really helped nail that 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 distribution method uh, as a preferred choice for, for this, and kind of solidified me liking that also i do think releasing the first two episodes because you really don't get much from the first two episodes it's it it was a good duality with having both of those in there in my opinion yeah so i i I agree now with with some shows it's better to release them weekly like this because it kept the conversation Mm -hmm. going uh there was somebody at work where every friday we chit chat with each other about what we think was going to happen and everything and yep. I actually got the opportunity a few times to watch it prior to coming to work. I, I watched the season finale prior to coming to work because I did not want anything spoiled for me. Right. Because I, I had something spoiled for me with Mando, and I didn't really have anything spoiled for this because a lot of stuff I kind of figured where they were going with it to an extent. Right. Like her having the kids and them having powers was something someone was like, I, wouldn't, I can't believe they did that. And I'm like, mm, I can't. Yeah. Um, so a few things that I thought I had spoiled for me ended up being like not spoilers and I will get into that in a little bit but there were a lot of things that were like oh there's definitely going to be I like I saw one where it was like spoiler for the finale and it showed a scene which clearly looked like um Wanda talking with um looked like from behind Magneto like it looked oh yeah Oh yeah, but you can believe that. You can believe that. But I was like, was that just spoiled for me? But then, obviously, that clearly was was not the case. Well, they're they're still towing this line of mutants in the realm of the MCU. Yeah. Everyone thought this was going to be like, oh, well, everyone that was trapped there is affected, got affected by her her hex power, and are going to have powers now, and they're going to be the first mutants. Not the case. Uh, Monica Rambeau, which this is interesting because I was thinking about this. Um, does she ever show that she has her powers after the hex is gone? You know, I think the last time is when she's getting, when she's absorbing the bullets from, uh, what's his name? I think that's the last time we see her use them. Because I'm, I'm like they never established if she kept her powers afterwards, even though it is kind of hinted at that it messed with her DNA. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think she has them still. I do I, too. Because I mean, since she, since she's what Quasar, that's the character from the comics, right? Uh, I think that's she's one with like fifty names. I'm looking it up real yeah. quick to see. Um, I, I think that, and they're, they're clearly hinting because of the finale of her being in probably Captain Marvel two. Uh, or anything going out into outer space, so um, she's got the power. She she did not lose them. I'm confident in stating right here, right now. Okay, are you ready for this? Let's hear it. First appearance as Captain Marvel, as Photon, as Pulsar, <laughs> as Spectrum, as Monica Rambeau, as Photon again, and as po- Photon, okay. not Quasar. 
Oh, photon. Did I say quasar? Yeah, no, no, no. No, you said photon. I was saying because I said quasar originally because I couldn't remember. So, oh, okay. yes, it was photon. I was, I was just kind of correcting myself. It was photon, not quasar. Um, other notable aliases: Daystar, Spectrum, Lady of the Light, uh, Monica Marvel. I like that. Sun Goddess. That's really cool. Spectrum. I, I like Monica Marvel. That's really I, I cool. I really like that name, and I want them to do some allusion to that at some point. Sorry, I was just looking up. This is from the comics and everything. So, who knows where they're going to go with this, but she is very tied in with Captain Marvel in the, of course, MCU and everything. And apparently is a touchy subject for her, too, as we saw. Yes. Um, I think we'll find out more about that in... Captain Marvel too, for sure. Oh, I also like, and this is this was something subtle, and it was only one episode, but I appreciate it as a nerd who always gets into who could beat who in a fight. Um, that even in this universe, they have those discussions about who could win in a fight because they had the whole discussion about um, Wanda was more powerful than Thanos. That's true, they did. And then there was a mention of Captain Marvel, and the, and the conversation was put to a stop real quick because of Rambo. So, yeah. I, I thought that was interesting, because, I mean, I know growing up as a comic book fan, it was always like, who could be who in a fight? Yep. So, I I don't know if I'd give Wanda that much power. I mean, I don't know. By, by the end of this, it was weird, because, of course, she's supposed to be on the same level of, um, or stronger than Doctor Strange. Sorry. Yeah, she's, I mean, uh, Agatha specifically said, you're, you're more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. But that's the thing. Is it just just somebody who is the sorcerer supreme or can somebody who or has specifically yeah. yes because mm-hmm. does she know who the sorcerer supreme is right now i think so all right i think after the i think since this is after endgame i feel i feel like she probably does yeah but did um did agatha get blipped see these are all questions that are pointless and that we're like needing to know the answer to that's an. I've actually thought about that. Like I'm like, because because even with the fantasy elements, I still you know Marvel Cinematic Universe very much has a sci-fi feel, but this really adds like a bit of magic <laughs> yes. to it. I mean, True magic. there was magic, Doctor, and, and exactly. And I mean, Doctor Strange kind of did that, but after his one appearance, then he came. He has cameo in Thor, where that win are in Thor um, Ragnarok, which was very much a more sci-fi movie compared to the more fantasy-ish aspects of the first two. And then he was in the, the two uh, Avenger movies. So I really think that um, this injects some magic, especially seeing the whole Salem Witch Trials thing. Yep. Um, so, And I want to see how that is affected by the blip, the snap, the decimation. I, I mean, I, I, I like that magic already exists because Thor's stuff is, in the comics, more magic-based. In the movies, is kind of sci-fi with elements of magic in there. But there's... Yeah. They're, they, they kind of write off a little bit with the whole, like, what you call science. I mean, what you call magic, we call science. So Right. But then again, Thor's kind of like the last of his kind, too, sort of thing. I don't know. It's... It's, it's weird where Thor's left right now in the Marvel Universe. Like, Asgard, still, new Asgard exists on Earth, but there's basically almost no one left of the um, Asgardians. Yeah, it's just a little community, and that's it. And also, this once again is me pointing out, Thor got the raw end of the deal in, like, all of this. Like, he had basically his home world destroyed, his parents died, 
Like, he just got the worst end of this. Oh, and lost an eye, too. And everything. And then didn't even kill get get proper revenge on the guy that did it all. Anyways, this is me just aimed for the head. Should have aimed for the head. Um but no, back 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 to WandaVision. I know we're jumping ahead. Since we know everything now, it's kinda weird to talk about it. Because yeah. it's like we, we know everything. Um I really enjoyed all the different like um styles as I went through the decades with the shows and everything. Yeah. Uh, there was definitely And call- not just that, but like seeing why they went to those specific the reveal copies yeah the reveal a better origin story one of the, i i dare say one of the best origin stories we've gotten out of a marvel character in a long time yes agreed because a lot of them now are established or they get like these um very briefed over stuff but that was a great origin story to show like everything it also related back to um those commercials that have been airing and everything, yes. which all, all that became like er, everything made sense in the end. Like there, there was no strings, I think, left hanging too far, per se, when it came to most stuff. Um, I mean, yes, Wanda dealt dealt with a lot of loss. I said that Thor did, but she also did too. So because she got blipped, she lost vision, then got blipped, then came back to basically being like, yeah. You're like yeah. a boyfriend husband thing died and <laughs> yeah, sorry. And your brother's dead and your parents are dead and you were kind of on the run as it was prior to the events of Infinity War. So. And also the Avengers really aren't interested in you at the moment. I, who knows what's even going on with that, by the way. That's kind of a weird yeah. thing that nothing has really touched on. I mean, the Avengers, the last we saw the Avengers base in New York, it was destroyed by Thanos. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's interesting. To, and we'll we'll touch on this more with, with our, our brief talk about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. But, I mean, you've got two people right there who were involved somewhat, you know, in, in ways with the Avengers. And, yeah, we need, I, w- I want to see what is going on more there. But, anyway. Thor went we'll get, off We'll get with... to that. Thor went off with um, Star-Lord and all them. So he's not there. Um, or at least th- th- this is th- this is from Endgame. I'm trying to remember. Bruce is still floating around. I guess yeah, at the Avengers, Avengers place. I guess. I guess. Um, I'm assuming Aunt Scott Lang. I mean, Scott's still around. Maybe. I don't know. That's, that's, that's the thing. There's so much stuff left up in the air. Captain Marvel's, I guess, around. I don't know. Like, they didn't really. They haven't talked about any of these things. I think they're purposely leaving up in the air. And, um, Nick Fury's up to something with Sword. Like, that was intertwined in here, too. Yeah. With the whole Sword thing. Um, which I found very interesting, everything, because I was trying to explain to somebody how, like, Sword's basically the space version of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're like, but why are they on Earth? Right. And I'm like, uh, I'm like maybe because Sword, Shield doesn't really exist anymore per se in the Marvel universe. Yeah, it's, it's that's in such a weird place anyway. I mean, it has been since Winter Soldier as it is. Which great job, awesome job with that. Paid off. I loved it. I'm talking about Winter Soldier with Hydra being behind it all. 
It was high. It was high. Drop all along. <laughs> we'll 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 get to that. I think at some point in this discussion, but um, but no, I mean it it it's weird because we don't have what the status quo is right now. We just kind of have everything scattered, which I think is cool because it's like, are they just going to keep it scattered? Yeah. Because every- you know, I could see telling these stories going forward for the next like a little bit. I could see it being scattered, but then. As is the case, really, with how the MCU goes, I really think it's going to be about coming back together for whatever the next big thing is that ties this phase uh, together. So, my question for you, Eric, and and listener, if you want to chime in on this, um, Twitter or email us, is um, I'm I'm jumping way ahead, but I want to ask this question to you because I have a buddy who loves the Marvel movies and hates them and constantly argues with me about the um, Civil War scene that they blew up basically an entire airport and nobody got in trouble for it, basically. It was just kind of like, eh, whatever. (laughs) So Wanda takes over a town in New Jersey, kidnaps everyone's mind, and basically at the end goes, I'm sorry, I was dealing with something, and then leaves. No consequences. True. She gets in her uh, her her red sedan and drives away. I and, and it's like I always used to tell him like no I mean there and I'm like I can't argue with this like she basically just got away with all this. Yeah. Like I thought it was gonna be something to where like Agatha was behind some of this, and she really wasn't. Like Agatha's whole thing was trying to get her to show the cracks of the whole thing. Like, if anything, Agatha yeah. was trying to help her. I mean, until she started to try and take her powers. Right. But I, Yeah, no, and it's weird, because I think if we saw this from another perspective, we would straight up see Wanda as the villain. And that's the rumor doubt. that and she is the villain in the next movie. Yeah, and I could, and I, right, I've heard that, and I could totally see that being the case. Um I, you could totally see if you saw it from one of the townspeople's perspectives, if you saw it from, um, I don't know, depending on who the, what, where the perspective was coming from, you could totally see it as, here's this super-powered psychic witch being who, is, who can at this town. But because we know kind of what was going on, we sympathize with her. I mean, I, in a way, I, looking back at it, I see Wanda as being an anti-hero in this because she was, I mean, she, she was dealing with her grief. And I mean, that's something I think everyone has dealt with in varying levels. I mean, she, she was dealing with it. And because she has this power that none of us have because it doesn't exist, you know, this is, this is kind of how it manifested itself, um, in that world. So, um, but because she's also the main focus, we, we sympathize with her true now do you think this was planned out like how far in advance do you think this was planned out because when they're like oh you're the scar i'm like they have they never referred to her as that like it took me for a minute i i don't think they have until until then like my thing was i was like maybe like i think toys have referred to her as it but i don't think like anyone has said that name yeah so I'm pretty sure it was that when she said it at the end of the one episode, 
that was the first time it had been mentioned. Sorry, I'm, I'm reading real quick on her stuff for the um, Doctor Strange movie. Ownership of what makes her unique and the accountability for her life experience. Hmm. One thing I'm curious about is how... So, prior prior to WandaVision, we had a couple of sort of sets of MCU TV shows. We had the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agents of... Um, and Agent Peggy Carter. And yes. those were on ABC. And then you had the Netflix series, like Daredevil and everything. And those are set in the MCU, but... They were the, the connection was a little more tenuous, other than a few little mentions here and there. Like we got, obviously Peggy Carter was from Captain America, and you had Agent Coulson, and kind of tying in with Agents of Shield, and then of course you had the one episode. You would ha- you would have some of the other characters, like you had Nick Fury in the one episode. Um, you had um, actually he was in like two episodes, I think. And you had some of the other characters, like Lady Sif was in there, and everything like that. Uh, um, the Inhumans, you forgot about that, as we all should. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, there was, there was the Inhumans, but I'm going um, to just gloss over that. But anyway. Good job. But yeah, oh yeah, And actually, there are, more, there are more ties to the MCU, but anyway, I'm thinking of that. But then you've got the, the stuff like that. Anyway, they've always said, you know, there was kind of a fight between Kevin Feige and uh, the one guy who was in charge of all the TV stuff. So the, the tie, the, the crossovers and tie-ins and everything kind of ended up kind of leaving how canon they are in question uh but this is like directly tied to like these stars of this tv show are from the movies i mean not yep. only do we have wanda and vision we had i mean look at you had uh, a character from captain marvel thor and ant-man teaming up for this wanda and vision episode uh series of tv shows so these are very much going to be tied close to the movie so i'm curious to see going forward like so obviously there's lots of references to movies in these just like there were the other tv shows but the movies have yet to really reference any of the tv shows so going forward with like dr strange i'm interested to see is it going to be you know are they going to mention the the westview incident and leave it at that or are they going to really delve into that and really talk about specific things bring back other characters from that to see how they play into it you know i'm I'm interested to see how if there's going to be as much back and forth i i am too i want there to be a lot of that because i think certain stories do better being told through the media like if this were a movie it wouldn't have worked or it would have been drastically cut apart yes and that's the problem is it wouldn't have worked as a movie I don't no. think this Falcon and Winter Soldier is gonna work. Would have worked as a movie. I think no, they're doing better as the TV shows, giving these characters room to breathe and room to do mm-hmm. stuff, and not burning a movie on it too. Because I feel that some of the earlier MCU movies, a lot of times they had to get certain characters into place, so they had to take away from the main plot of the movie to explain or put stuff into place. Um, I think one that suffers from that a lot, and I'll continue to argue this no matter what, is um, <laughs> Thor The Dark World. If you look on paper, that movie had so much it had to do yep. with where it had to put stuff. It had to introduce the idea of the Infinity Stones. It had to 
move Thor, move Loki, move it to all what was going on with Ad- like it had to do all these things where moving parts had to be involved to move people from place to place. Um, yeah. This 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 is why I say that Iron Man three is still the worst movie because it does it accomplishes nothing. There's nothing accomplished by the end of that movie. In my, and it's all undone. You're right. Not, not only, like where we end because it basically ended with him blowing up all the Iron Man suits, and then you kind of you kind of think, oh hey, Tony Stark's not going to be Iron Man anymore. Oh hey, he's back to being Iron Man and all these other movies. Yeah. I mean that's 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 the thing, and they used to have to do that with stuff to move you know people into place and to move stuff around and everything, or to, or have to have exposition and stuff. Now with this, they've got enough stuff established that this one division thing was able to be fleshed out through a TV series, which did a phenomenal job, in my opinion, of giving us a more in depth look at two characters that. I mean, if you want my honest opinion, I couldn't give two craps about prior to this series. Like, yeah, they, I, they were cool from the comics and cool in concept, but they were they seemed very I don't say throwaway, but not they were just kind of there to other heroes. Yeah, exactly, it was like arguably. I mean, I think about in Civil War when they're fighting at the airport, they argue that their their leaps and bounds. The two of them are stronger than any of the other characters there. Yeah, but but even that is the focus is not really on them. It's just oh, each side has a has a has a has really a power cool, super powerful being. Yeah, exactly, and they kind of just duke it out with each other but they're like oh i'm sorry my love and stuff like that so yeah so i mean that that's the thing it gave it gave me a way to appreciate and tell a story that i don't think would have been able to be done in a movie at all and because i mean i, I yeah. said, i'm just thinking no, i'm like right. you would have had to cut something the monica rambo stuff the the um the, the the teaming up of um of cat danes and um Cat Dennings and the um, other guy. I cannot remember his name. But he does learn sleight of hand magic. He has picked that up since. He did. He did because he says flourish when he takes off the. He will say that is proof that he was not blipped because it would have taken him that long to learn how to do that. I've I've heard that before. Um, I don't think they could go with the whole TV shows from different decades thing if this was a movie because you needed full episodes to kind of get that aesthetic and establish it even though it was only being established for one episode um i really think you needed to have that full episode to do that because if it was in a movie it'd be like well this is really disjointed weird why are we jumping every i mean you would have maybe 10 minutes tops to really be in those different time periods slash tv show styles before you'd have to jump again and then you'd be jumping back and forth to the real world but then you'd you need s- you'd see the transition too yeah, exactly, and I like that. Other than the first episode where things kind of go, or the second episode where things kind of go into color. Yeah. Other than that, you don't see any other transitions, and that's what I like about it, and it gives it that very television feel. Hmm. Um. Another thing that wouldn't have had as big of an input, the I mean, impact the fake Pietro. Yeah. Which I love how the show even gets self-referential with it with itself too. The whole, um, what happened to your accent? Like, You're right. That, that comes up a few times in the show. It um, does. There's the whole, you know, s- s- stay away from your uncle or whoever he is. You know, I don't I don't know who he is, literally, or whatever. Yeah. And everything. So, I, I, I like that. It, it was cool. I like that aspect of it and everything that, that it had something. Because, I mean, that wouldn't have worked in a movie. He would have had his scenes, been done, then been gone. I do like that yeah. it was just some random actor that that was apparently who um what's his name was looking for. 
Oh, I need to find his name, because I'm just going to keep saying what's his name, and he actually has a name. Um, Jimmy Wu is the um, yes. FBI agent. Yes. It was Scott Lang's um, parole officer. And, um... Oh, he actually felt introducing Wu using the close-up magic. Because the first time you see him, he does, like, the slide of hand with the card. I was talking mm-hmm. about where he does the handcuffs, too. Oh, yeah, no, I was talking about the card with the, with the whole magic trick thing, yeah. Yeah, I was talking about, because when he, when he unlocks himself from the, um, yeah. from the handcuffs, he has the whole, like, he says flourish, or he, he, he says something that's a callback. Yeah. So there's that. Um... And then we have the two kid, her two kids, which I'm um, I, I, Billy I, and uh, and the Clonosaurus. The Billy and Clonosaurus, yes. <laughs> Where are the kids' names? Because I can't remember. Like they're they're there and everything, and I like uh, Tommy, Billy, and Tommy. That's it. And they have the same powers they do in the comics, and everything. Because yeah, okay, this is this is weird. Explaining stuff with Wanda in the comics is something super weird to do because her powers are broken beyond reason in the comics. Like, she basically <laughs> wiped out all the mutants with, like, just getting right. angry with, with the whole House of M stuff. Like, her her original powers are much like they are in the show where it's, um, I mean, in, in everything we've been introduced to her with, where it's the whole, like, oh, I can sort of manipulate probability and you know oops you drop that and then it turns into i can manipulate reality and everything yeah and the kids at one point were something to where they existed as long as she was thinking about them like basically if she was thinking about the kids they'd exist and if she like for some reason didn't then they would blink out of existence there was Hmm. other things where they were like part of mephisto's like they, they were a way to get him into the universe or something, too. Like, it, it's, it's all these weird things, but in this show, it seems like there's something that are real, per se. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. there's a whole thing at the end, which I guess in a different reality they exist. Also, she created a version of the vision that existed with all the memories and all of his feelings and stuff, which, once again... We don't know what happened to other vision. Yeah, he flew off. And as I saw somewhere, where did he go? Into the MCU until he's needed. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. Here's a very interesting thing. He flew off after he got infected with the memories of the original vision or of yeah. the memory vision. So. Yeah. I think he's going to come back and Vision's just going to be back to normal, just not no Mind Stone. So, yeah. we'll see what happens with that. Um, but, yeah, no, I just wanted to go over. I, um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, 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 go on. I just, I just wanted to go over a few things real quick with this because I said it's weird to talk about now once we have everything because it's like all of our like conversation bits we could have had before are now moot because it's like we have all the answers for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Also, I want um, to say the Agatha um, reveal. I I think, and I think we've said this before on something else. But um, if 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 every villain from now on can have that as their reveal, where it's some cheesy theme song, 
with them uh, like winking at the camera. I was inadvertently spoiled to that, but I didn't realize until after the fact because that the day that that episode aired, um, I didn't get to watch it until later in the evening. And I was on Twitter and I saw someone said, well, I don't think it's very fair. Thanos never got a cool theme song. And yep. I, I didn't know what that was in reference to. And I just kind of thought, I kind of liked the tweet. It was someone I followed on Twitter. I was just kind of like, ha. And I, I, and I was, I didn't get the reference. I was thinking it was like some sort of like musical cue he was talking about. I don't know. I didn't know what it was. And then as soon as that song got done, I'm like, well, now I understand what that tweet meant. But it was, it was like, yeah, it was, it was an amazing, that song is great. And I think it is, is stuck in very, uh, I, every time I open up YouTube, I see like some sort of remix or cover or uh, analysis or something with that song. And it's, it's very well done. I, I love it. It's pretty much at least once or twice a day if not more since then has been sung or whistled or something like that on my end. Um, so my, my question to you is this. I, I mean, if you're your brother, so we'll, we'll definitely discuss it. But my question to you is this, sir favorite decade that they had. Oh my gosh. I, or, or favorite liked... thing of them mocking like TV show. They mocked. I would say of all the, cause there was the leap motif that da, 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 that was every single that though that little series of notes was in all of the theme songs so it carried over my favorite one i think though was the uh was the bewitched one yeah i think that the animated opening looks like if you look at it side by side with the intro to bewitched it looks just like it um and that just that kind of little like uh, that that 60s bossa nova kind of version of it i i really enjoy a lot so that was the first in terms of, episode, right? Just for our listeners. Uh, that was the second episode. Second, first episode right. was Dick Van Dyke, which I Oh, liked. right, right, right. Second right, episode right. was more Bewitched-like. So the, I think in terms of theme songs, that one was my favorite. But in terms of the actual like show that it was going after, I kind of liked the 90s one because of the whole Malcolm in the Middle-ishness yep. to it. It, it. And I Malcolm in the Middle is a show I have not watched since it was on, but I really liked it when it was on. And... Um, I think they did a good job of the sort of like breaking the fourth wall because there's a lot of that in the show as it was a lot of references to breaking the fourth wall. And then they were, they were spoofing the show where that was the thing. Um, And I think it just really played into it. And uh, we got to see fake uh, Quicksilver do his Quicksilvery thing a lot during that. So I think that was my favorite show style they covered, but in terms of theme songs, the, the bewitched one. I, what about you? Okay, so for me, I I, I like the the first two. I I, I like the callback to classics and everything, but I think I'm going to cheat and say my favorite thing was the Modern Family spoofing and the whole documentary thing. Yeah. And the only reason... There's one scene that makes it for me with that, and that's where he's sitting in the car, or him and Kat Dennings are sitting in the van, and it goes to him sitting there being like, wait a second, I need to save my wife and everything. <laughs> and yeah. he walks off set and it shows him like going up through. Because I'm like, because that someone pointed out that that like may have redefined all those shows. Yeah. Is that now instead of it being something where they're filming that afterwards, it's like you're actually that that's them actually talking in their own head. Yeah. And the way the that WandaVision did it was I'm like, that is perfect because you have these weird cutaways to where it's like, why are they talking about something that's actually happened? Like when, when, when was this being filmed later? 
Yeah. And now it makes more sense as it's like, oh, this is just with inside their own mind. Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. So I, I, I love that 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 fourth wall break of that and just everything they, they were doing to stop them from getting there too. All the stuff like yeah. they, they had the school children walking by and all that. I I just enjoyed that and I think one of the other better things was the whole um where Wanda was sitting there, you know, having her confessional, and then you heard the voice from behind the camera go, "Do, do you think you deserved this?" Yeah, it, and she's like, "You're you're you're not supposed to talk." <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh," because I was like, "What could that mean?" And then of course it was <laughs> Agatha all along. But yeah. no, I mean, I, I also ha- go ahead, go ahead. Um, I I can't remember if I I think I told you this maybe. But I have a personal connection to one of those intros. Really? Did I tell you about this? No, I don't think you did. So the 80s intro, it's kind of like family ties and growing pains, and it shows like Wanda envisions baby photos and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so the baby Which, which, so which, which two, is very funny, which is very funny, by the way. Yes, yes, it was. So the first two baby photos of Vision, the one where he's like there with stuffed animals and the one where he's wearing like a little like suit or whatever... Uh, my friend Scott McFate, he's a friend of mine from college. He works for Marvel, and he's worked on a bunch of the MCU movies. Those are his baby pictures that were done up to look like Vision. Really? Yes. They were used as placeholders. They did him up to look like Vision just as placeholders, and they liked it so much that they kept them in the episode. So what they did was they took his baby photo and just basically superimposed like the makeup and stuff over it. They did the makeup and everything. After after we're done, I'll find it and I will send it to you because that that because I knew he worked on it. And actually, during the part because that's the episode where he try where she starts to so Vision can't argue with her. She starts rolling the credits. Yeah, uh, I caught his name during that because they were using the actual cast and crew for the show. Yeah. And I caught his name. I'm like, oh, there's Scott's name. And then the next day on Facebook, he posted. The two vision pictures, then his two baby pictures that were unedited. I was like, "Oh my god, I I am friends with a baby Avenger." I no, you have never told me this. I am. I was thinking I had told you, but you know what? I didn't because (laughs) in the secret levels chat, I didn't want to share it because I know everyone was kind of in various places. So I was like, "I'll just wait until everyone's watched it." Yeah. And I was like, I was thinking maybe I'd send it to you or not, but I guess not. So yeah, after we're done recording, I will find those pictures. In fact, I can. As we're talking, I, I can go find it on his Facebook page. So, yeah. But yes, I'm friends with the Baby Avenger. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> no, that that is awesome. That's very cool. Like, like well, I was like, I don't know where this is going. You're like, I have, I have a personal connection to this. I'm like, I don't know where he's going with this. To where I see, I thought you were gonna say that for like one of the older shows and everything that you're like a baby photo of you or something was used for like growing pains <laughs> or something. And actually, as I'm scrolling through his Facebook page, he, apparently Crack.com shared a thing. It says Paul Bettany isn't Baby Vision because Bettany didn't have any baby pictures that would work. Baby for Baby Vision, the visual effects team used pictures of Scott McFate, the show's VFX coordinator, <laughs> who looks a bit like the actor. <laughs> and you know what? Scott does look a little bit like Paul Bettany. I never thought about that, but holy shit, yes, he does. Um, all right, all right, here we go. Uh... So, um, on a side note, Paul Paul Bettany took us all for a fun ride with this whole thing by saying he got to act with an actor that he hasn't gotten a chance to act with in the MCU. <sighs> that actor himself. I know. 
I, I, I like it because it's something to where, like, because everyone thought Doctor Strange was going to appear. And then everyone thought that the physicist person was going to be, um, was going to be, what's his name? Um, Mr. Reed Fran- Richards. Yeah, Reed, Reed Richards, or um, the guy from The Office, who apparently everyone wants to be Reed Richards. Jim. Yes. So, all right, I, I'm, I'm going to look at this. There you go. Those pictures, the pictures were sent your way. Oh, my God. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. Sorry, I'm looking at these pictures now. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. Um, we we need to find some way to post those. Hopefully, if he'll if if he'll let I, us. Uh, I um I, I had to laugh because the because last week as of us recording this was the week between WandaVision and Falcon Winter uh Falcon and Winter Soldier. Winter Falcon and um, the scene. The Winter Falcon and Soldier. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, And so they had that making of special last week, and he posted some more pictures from that, and he's like, oh, here's a picture from behind the scenes, and here's me bumming around in the back, uh, in the the background. And it was a quick, like, he's just sitting there in the background. Uh, Because it's one of those things, as a VFX coordinator, he really doesn't have much to do on set. So in college... When we were both film majors, and when we actually took the class of like, it was called like filmmaking, and we had to make a short film, we ended up. So we were originally this is going to go on for a bit of a roundabout way for the connection to it, but um, we, our our group was originally making this version of the Odyssey that was set on a during a weekend at a college campus, as opposed to like thirty years or however many years cover the, the Odyssey, and. It's twenty. The whole thing ended up. The whole thing ended up failing, and like because of several th- things that happened, we ended up turning it into a mockumentary about a group of students making this movie and failing miserably. Um, and so he was the editor. So we actually had the shot where we're, where we had sh- we had shot a few scenes, and then after it went wrong, we went back to where we shot those scenes and we're shooting thing these exaggerated versions of things going wrong. And there's this part about how Scott McFate, being the editor, had nothing to do on set. He was usually found being lazy and smoking cigarettes, and so <laughs> he posted on the uh, on he posted these pictures of him in the Wandavision thing. So I found a screenshot of him from when we were shooting this, where he was sitting on this brick wall just smoking a cigarette, and I was like, "Ah, some things never change." So. <laughs> <laughs> that's my roundabout story that gets back to that. So <laughs> that's that's really cool. Um, sorry, it was <laughs> ten. I think it was it's twenty years total. Ten years. Um, God, I'm gonna get reamed by somebody for getting this wrong it's 20 years total he 10 years of that is the trojan war the other 10 are him trying to get back that's right and it was some like really long length yeah. of time but i could remember exactly yes so there's 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 for the odyssey and everything um but yeah so our, our, our movie was 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 originally just the untitled odysseus project which we couldn't find a good name for but when it failed we changed the name our mockumentary to the failed odysseus project nice and uh we won the student uh, every year. There's like a student at Elon. There was a, a, a like a little film festival, and we won best picture with it. So, do, do, do you one of those little trophies? One, uh, no, but our name. I think if you if you Google the failed Odysseus project and my name, the page for is still up from that was in 2005. Like so, the page is still up on Elon's website and uh, has all the winners from that year. 
Oh, neat. So, All right. So anything yeah. else on WandaVision you want to say before we move on? To yeah, talk? one last thing. I know this is supposed to tie into Doctor Strange, and we've mentioned that already. Doctor Strange. Uh, at the... What did I say? I, 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 I just said Doctor Strange is a joke. Oh, okay. Uh, I, thought, I thought I said something like Professor Strange or Professor Weird or something, and I didn't realize it. Um, so at the end of... So two things. First off, at the end when Wanda is reading, when it's... Well, there's Wanda in the cabin, and she's drinking coffee, then it goes in, and there's other astral projection wanda reading through the uh the book the musical cue that plays is the doctor strange theme interesting and, and it's the dark home dark hole that's it i was i couldn't think of the name i was like i'm not gonna even try to pretend i know what that book is called or remember what it's called uh so there's that and then the other thing is i because we know agatha at the end got put back into being the nosy neighbor so she's still out there kicking around in westview I think she's going to come back in Doctor Strange and be on their side. I think one of two things. She's either going to Doctor Strange. So assuming that Doctor Strange and Agatha, or Doctor Strange and Wanda are on the same side, I feel like they're going to be like, we need more help. And Agatha, they're going to have to turn to Agatha to get her help, almost kind of like a, a Loki kind of thing. Um, and I know in the comics, she acted as a mentor to Wanda. So yeah. I could totally see this sort of being the, Starks, they're still very much at odds with each other. Uh, so I think Wanda's going to have to get her out of her, her thing. They're going to have to get her help. And then I think that's going to lead to her kind of helping her develop her powers more. So I don't think we've seen the last of Agatha. And I, I'm predicting now, I'm calling it right here, right now, she's going to be in Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse of Madness. Also known as Doctor Strange 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yes. So, and Secret of the Use. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, I, I, I like where you're going with that. I'd like to see her back. I know that she wants to be back or said that, but I, I don't believe anything half these actors say anymore with this stuff. Just because, I mean... <laughs> right. Who, who, who knows what's actually going to happen and everything. Um, but... <clears throat> sorry. Ugh, throat's getting dry. Um, we, we, have, we have the... The the and the Winter Soldier. Ah, oh, I can't I can't do it. I can't mix it up anymore. That already has been. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. Yeah, so we have the first episode of that, which went from the happy go luckiness of Wandavision to the dark reality of the real world. Yeah. And um, kind of asked some interesting questions like, how do superheroes get money? Yes. Even before they got to the scene in the bank, I was, I always, I, I was thinking about that a couple of times. I was like, cause I know they're kind of provided, like they have their, their houses and stuff at Avengers headquarters, but yeah. at the same time, it's sort of like, are they, are they getting a salary? Are they getting, you know, are they getting benefits? Like what's going on? Cause yeah. Um, apparently in the comics, it is pointed out that Tony Stark's able to bankroll, like, a lot of them to where he, like, can yeah. pay them and everything. Like, some money, but they also get it through other means. Um, I thought that, I mean, it, <sighs> there's a lot going on in this show, and I'm, because they, they, they had basically, well, three stories going on, in my opinion. There was what was going on with the Winter Soldier. There was what was going on with Falcon, and then there was the third one, which was what was going on that's going to make these two have to work together, which kind of yes, Falcon was a little bit tied into, and I guess we got what's going on with the S.H.I.E.L.D. 
Yeah. Oh, so it, basically, what's going on with Captain America? Not yeah. Steve, yes. but what's going on with the the mantle of Captain America? Which um, I've heard from a few people that that's basically what the the whole premise of this is is something like Captain America needed, right? Like, and maybe that's why he doesn't accept. I mean, that that's the thing that we have him later having the shield. So, I mean, do, does he steal it? Did he give him right. a fake one? Do they do some more shenanigans through reality? Which I already saw it was pointed out that um, there's no mention of time travel. Apparently, no. that, that was used to save the day. Yeah. So, I thought that was interesting. Um, I thought the action stuff was great. The flight stuff was phenomenally well done for a TV show, technically. Yes. I thought the same thing. I was like, I was like, for, for being, yeah, for a TV show, there were a few times where it seemed, you, and I always have to point this out, you can tell the special effects budget wasn't quite as much as if it was a movie, but still, other than, after a couple of little shots here and there, I was so drawn into the action. It was so well choreographed and so well done that I didn't care. Like, it just was going so fast and it was so exhilarating. Like, I was just immediately drawn into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I liked it overall. It's great. I, I'm interested to see where it goes because I think this is going to tell, like, a... I, I, I think we're going to get more of what's going on in the rest of the world with this. Yeah. I mean, we already got to see with uh, with um, Sam trying to help his sister out. Yep. Which even um, him being a um, uh, sorry, even him being an Avenger goes. didn't yeah. help him really. Yeah. No. I mean, he, he his family is, and it's not like oh, his family has this special protection. Like they're they're down in Louisiana fishing and shrimping, and um, and I, and you know, and it's, and, it's, and I think we're gonna start seeing more because they didn't do two, other than that one really kind of crazy opening sequence in WandaVision with everyone coming back. Yeah. We didn't get to see much. We really haven't heard much about, and then, I mean, I guess too with, um, um, I'm blanking on Spider-Man far from home with everyone coming back in that one part. We, and just, Oh, these, these kids are back from being blipped or whatever. Um, I'm interested to see the effects of the blip of the snap. Um, just on people, because he mentions the whole thing. He's like, well, you don't have an employment history for, yeah, for, five, for five years. years. Like, well, yeah, I didn't exist for five years. And I and I even had this little thought of, I'm like, I'm like there surely would be some sort of legislation. Now, it would vary per, per country, but there's there would be some sort of legislation like, you know, this five-year gap where you did not exist is not going to penalize you for various things. But then again, when it comes to money, people are greedy. Uh, yep. It could be one of a million different things, so... No, I mean, it, it is an interesting question. I mean, heck, if you vanish for like a week, like it could set everything yeah. off. And now, but then with that, it's like people were gone with no explanation for five years. I thought yeah. I'd read somewhere, saw something where people like acted like they were blipped or something too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, 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 that was mentioned. Like it was, yeah. Or something. Because apparently yeah. there's there, there's like a few books that they actually have done that kind of tie into the MCU. It's nothing dire. It's just kind of the average day of people and stuff. And apparently right. it's mentioned in there. Like there's something with Cat De- like Cat Denning's character that's supposed to lead to like that was supposed to happen and lead to other stuff. But no, I mean it, right. it is it is very interesting and um I I would I, I can't wait to see where this goes and I think it was a great first episode and everything. 
And yeah. I, I, I feel bad for, for Bucky in, in a way, too. But, I mean, he, he did all this. And that, that, that that's the thing. I'm like, is this current day Bucky running around doing all that, that stuff? Or is this like him remembering stuff from the past at first? Right. Or apparently a nightmare. Yeah. Which, um, I I don't know what's going to happen with that whole thing of the him killing that one guy's son, the guy that he always hangs out with. Yeah. Is it going to come back to it? Is this just sort of going to be one of this? It was that used to illustrate just what he's going through and it might not come back, but I kind of hope it does come back. His name's on his list of people he has to atone with. Yeah. And he doesn't, he circles it, but I don't think he actually crosses it off. Nope. He hasn't yet. So, no. He hasn't yet. So, also, I don't think he can get drunk, if I remember correctly, because of, um, he he has he has a version of super soldier serum so and um yeah. i think captain points out at one point he can't like his body metabolizes alcohol too fast yeah so, so yeah everything he was doing was pointless yeah <laughs> um I, also i don't know how factually accurate they're they're going to you know what i want to be that guy if if i want a job um i i want to be the 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 well actually guy on the set for all of these or in the writer's room being like, well, actually, uh, perfect job for me. Um, anyways, WandaVision, great show. Was not what I was expecting. Blew me out of the water, to be honest. Yeah, without a doubt. I had a lot of fun with it. And, um, yeah, great great show. A lot of fun. If you've gotten this far and you haven't watched it for some reason. We didn't spoil you everything. You, yeah, it's still worth going back and watching just because it's entertaining even if you aren't like really a big fan of the MCU or superhero stuff, if you're a fan of like television history, like just seeing how they used a lot of the practical effects and filming techniques that they actually used back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, it's, it's, it's worth watching for that because they do a really good job of making it look like you are watching shows from that time. Yep. Unlike uh, Justice League, which is for some reason in three, four, <laughs> four, third, whatever. In some weird aspect ratio for no reason. Anyways, I w- I'll, I'll get to that whenever I finish watching it. We'll do an episode on it. It will be interesting. Um, Berg, where can people find more from you? You can find me at Eric Berg and at BacklogBerg. And you can, of course, find Zygnus wherever you find great content on the internet. So definitely check us out. Um, you can also find us on Twitch, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And um, definitely check out our Patreon where we have extra content with... Me and Berg are arguing about probably some food stuff normally, but yeah, usually some food stuff. Usually. And remember, at Zing this, it's all for the children. For the children. God, that was a weird scene. Now looking back, anyways, we'll see you guys <laughs> next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, also, why was the blood red in the black and white? Where she, she cuts herself? herself? Yeah. That whole thing, I think, was a MacGuffin. I think it was a red herring in a way uh, because it, it kind of seemed to be setting her up I think it was kind of throwing off because it kind of seemed to be setting her up as some sort of antagonist and then she never really came into it that much anymore like other than background or arguing about how or with Wanda about how she was mind controlled by her so okay yeah. I, I just sorry that just clicked back in my head I'm like wait there was like a scene when the black and white where she had blood and it never really yeah I think, and I think because it was happening when the radio was coming through, breaking through uh, yeah. her signal, 
that I think maybe that was another thing too. Is it just it would it showed that there was this real world that was coming into this, this fake reality. So all right, interesting. Anyways, for the children. <laughs> <laughs>